Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is global impact visionary leader Sue DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome to the show. Once again, it's an honor to be here in your life, sprinkling your hearts and minds with messages of faith and hope today. So I'm feeling a channeled message of faith and hope for humanity and our planet. I know right now there's so much going on in the world. There is so many changes, so many shifts, so much uncertainty, so much density rising up, so much adversity, challenges, and people's lives are being turned upside down, sideways, bended backwards. And there's some really major changes for a lot of people. A lot of people are changing relationships, changing jobs, living in different countries, moving. There's starting careers, waking up and, and suddenly, you know, becoming very spiritually based and feeling a deep calling in their heart to do some beautiful heart work in the world that they've never done before. There's, there's so much happening all around us. And it's actually a challenging time. And at the same time, it's an exciting time. Where you stand and look at it will determine how you perceive it. In other words, the perspective you hold will determine your experience of what's happening. So I want you to pause for a moment and just check in and, and even reflect back on the last week, the last month, last year, and or even the last day. And as you reflect back, tune into this moment and feel into the sensations, the emotions, the ideas, the thoughts. Just really be present to all that this moment holds when you reflect on what's going on around you. When you look at what's going on for humanity as a whole and our planet as a whole, we can hold steady and walk with blind faith and we can have hope. Or we may be holding on to a perspective that actually creates a feeling of hopelessness or helplessness. And we can really lose faith. And it's really easy to lose faith when you're in alignment with the ego. And I've talked about this in previous episodes. We have two teachers in our mind. Ego is the teacher of fear. It's the master teacher of fear in our mind. The ego's job is to keep us safe and protected and playing small, to keep us from taking risks and to make sure we use fear to animate our lives. And that will keep us playing small. Now, the teacher of love, which I call spirit, is our direct connection or bridge to our divine nature, the truth of who we are. 
our divinity, God, universe, source, whatever you feel like calling it, whatever word resonates for you. Our heart and spirit, inner spirit, is that bridge connection to our divine nature. When we are in alignment with love, when we are letting spirit be our guide, when we're letting love animate us, we can embrace our humanness and embody our divinity at the same time. We can witness what's going on in the world without losing faith, without falling into hopelessness. And we can recognize that there's meaning and purpose to everything that's going on right now. Now, whether something is going on for you personally in your personal life, you directly or indirectly, whether you're looking and observing about what's going on, maybe you're a little bit more removed from it, still very triggered or impacted or emotionally charged around something. I know the, the impeachment trial has impacted a lot of people in the US and beyond. I know the fires in Australia, the different natural disasters that are happening right now all around the globe. There's so much happening on a global scale for humanity as a whole. And then there's the things that are going on around your direct life, your relationships, maybe your work, maybe your health. So as you pause and reflect, I want you to tap into how you feel in this moment. Do you feel hopeful? Do you feel helpless? Do you feel that you're full of faith? Or is your faith wavering? Can you stand in certainty and clarity? Or do you find you swim in doubt and fear and worry? So the first step here is we're just gathering information, creating awareness. As we create awareness, we can begin to shift what's happening. And we can begin to shift the perspective that we hold so that we can actually expand our faith in humanity, so that we can actually align with hope for our planet, that we can unite in love for each other and Mother Earth. Because right now, hope for humanity lies in our willingness to look within, in our willingness to heal within ourselves, to look at our own judgments and projections, to process our own leftovers, and to support others to do the same. Now, you supporting others to do the same may be because you're a healer, because you're a coach, because you're a practitioner, or something in your work or something in your life is, is calling you to do that work where you support others. And even if you don't have that, trust and know that your healing, your own personal healing, has an impact on the whole. It has to. It's inevitable, whether you realize it or not. 
when we heal, it has an impact on the whole of humanity, on the whole planet. And the more we can align with love, the more we can make a conscious choice for love, the more we can stand in love and be animated by love, the greater the impact we're going to have. If you're sitting in worry and fear, if you are dwelling in doubt and confusion and anxiety, then that's the that's the signal you're putting out to the world. One of fear-based energy, fear-based vibration. Because everything's energy. Emotions are energy. And when you're in fear, you're sending a signal of fear out into the universe. So the more you do your work internally and in the relationships around you and in the way you're guided to, then you can actually serve the whole, the whole of humanity. And that includes you. We're included in the equation. That's the beautiful thing. And the guidance that comes through us when we live life by divine, the divinity that comes through us in the way of messages, insights, guidance, directions, is in service to all, all together, all at once, including you. It's the highest, it's, it's operating in, and directing based on the highest good of all. So to hold faith and to hold hope in your heart is to tap into the knowing that there's purpose to all the way that everything is playing right now. And that every challenge that you're facing is on your path for a reason. It has purpose. If it's on your path, it's purposeful. I don't know how many times I've said that in the last months. The other piece, I often drop into this space of, I do not know what all this is for. I do not know what all this is for. Because on a human level, I can't know. I can't know in my head. But I can know in heart. I can trust in my guidance. I can trust in the divine to guide and lead me. So it's from that place in heart, there's that heart knowing. And even when things look messy, and ugly, and challenging and chaotic, I can drop into the space of I do not know, but I know my spirit knows, I know the divine knows. There's a divine orchestration happening right now that's in service to everyone and its purpose is the healing of the whole and the awakening of all of humanity so today i want to talk about 
the, I talked about the four sites before, but I've got, um, sometimes I share the five sites. We're going to talk about the five sites today. And I want to give you some tools and some ideas of how to hold faith, how to walk with blind faith, how to stay in that place of hope for humanity and our planet. And hope is one of those funny words. People are like, you know, what is, what, what does hope really mean? For me, someone had said to me once, hope stands for your greatest dream, your grandest desire. And my greatest dream, my grandest desire is for all of us everywhere. And this is my mission and movement in life. This is what I hold near and dear in my heart is for all of us to unite in love for each other and our planet. As humans in this human experience for all of us to unite in love for each other and our planet. Now that's a big hope. That's a big dream, but I believe it's possible because anything I know in my heart, anything that comes from that place of inner guidance is possible. And the only thing that makes it impossible is my mind our mindset. So when we start to get into the five sites, you'll get the sense of what, what I'm talking about. We can start to unwind and kind of create this space. The important piece right off the top is for you to be open to anything and attach to nothing and remain curious. Curiosity opens the mind, creates space for you to try on another perspective without judgment. So let's be curious. Let's be open to anything. Let's be attached to nothing, even if it's just for this time together. These are principles. I basically, these are three of the principles of the 10 that are in my book, Heart-Led Living. 10 principles that shift consciousness from head to heart. Be open to nothing, be attached. uh, Sorry, be open to anything, be attached to nothing, and be curious. We can add on expect miracles. That's four of the 10. Today, I'm going to invite you to remain curious. Try on these five different sites. See how they play out in your life. See how you can use them and incorporate them. Bring them home to you and use them. Don't just listen. I want you to take the tools and integrate even one little piece of it. You don't, have to incre- you don't have to incorporate everything, but integrate one piece at least. So the first sight we talk about is eyesight. Our ability to see with our eyes, our physical eyes, our human eyes. And as we look around and perceive and observe what's happening in our lives, we interpret it based on what we see. And the second sight is mind sight, which we'll talk about in a moment. But before we even get to the mind sight, that's the interpretation of what we're seeing, there's a filter that we have in place. And that filter is in place. And yes, it's based on our mind sight. Yes, it's based on our programming. Yes, it's based on how we live our lives and our upbringing. So when you are looking upon the world 
and looking at the challenges that are going on and looking at the different points of views or opinions or personal preferences or judgments, projections, blame, shame. I know there's a lot of conversation and controversy around the halftime show for the Super Bowl. There's a lot of different opinions. But the very first filter you look through is the one you're choosing to see life through. And these are often default settings. Your eyesight is often default, a default setting. There are people that are negative, that like to complain, that don't have any positive outlook on life and see everything as, as doom and gloom. They have the eyesight filter. It's almost like wearing a pair of sunglasses that capture that perspective. The same way you can put a pair of sunglasses that have an, a colored lens. You look around, the sky looks different, the, the, the clouds look different, the surroundings look different. And then you put another pair of sunglasses on that perhaps have a, a different color lens and it'll look different even more. You could put 10 different glasses on and have 10 different perspectives, 10 different filters to look at life through. So I want you to imagine you have a lens on, a built-in lens based on your programming in the mind, a default setting that you use to process life through, a filter that determines how you see a situation. So you could have 10 different people looking at the exact same situation and depending on their built-in eyesight filter, they will have 10 different stories to tell about that situation, 10 different perspectives. So understanding what your default perspective is or your kind of go-to perspective is really helpful. Is it based on fear? Is it based on negativity? Is it based on worry, anxiety, concern? Do you look at life's situations and expect the worst? Are you waiting for the bump to drop? What is it that you're viewing life through? Which filter? Are you one of those people that are very optimistic, that see the good in all, or choose love? Do you have hope anytime you see what's going on? Do you have a, an ability to paint a positive spin on everything? Now, these are kind of two opposite ways of experiencing eyesight, but I just want you to be aware of where your default setting is. And sometimes it may be easier than others. You might find that when you're around family, like brothers and sisters or parents, that you act differently and your filter is different than when you're around friends or when you're at work. So I want you to be aware of eyesight. And just know that in any moment that you are looking at something, looking upon something that's happening in the world, at any moment, you can ask for another perspective. And I'll often say something along the lines of, and this is kind of based on A Course in Miracles lessons, 
is I don't know what, I do not know what all this is for, but the current perspective I'm holding is painful. I wish to see another way. Please show me another way to see this situation so that I can return to peace. So that I can feel peace and come back into alignment with a sense of purpose. So how I perceive and what I'm looking at is determined by the filter that I'm using. And sometimes you can be aware of that filter and sometimes you may not be aware. It's a default setting. It's what you jump to. So the invitation is to become more aware of how you are looking upon situations. And the way to do that is to, when your eyes fall upon something, you're observing something, do you observe or do you judge? Judgment is of the ego. That's a default setting as well in our minds. So being aware of how you look upon things and what your first kind of reaction or response is. The ego loves to react and the spirit can respond. Now we can have an emotional response to something. You can be aware of that. We can have sadness or grief around something we're looking upon. And at the same time, we can be at peace or have hope. So looking at a situation where something tragic is happening, but, but witnessing how so many people are coming together and how it's actually igniting more of a, a united front, people coming together in love, you can hold that perspective. And it doesn't mean that we dismiss the tragedy or we dismiss what's happening, but we can actually, it can then we can fuel or feed the love instead of feed our fear and add more fear to an already fear ridden, riddled world. So let's take a look at mindsight for a minute. Mindsight is we have mindsight in the way of the conscious mind, the analytical mind and the subconscious mind. And when we explore the mind and heal at the level of the conscious mind or subconscious mind, we can actually change how we perceive the world. We can change how we perceive any situation. So when we look at mindsight, I also really encourage people to look at what fear-based programming is in your mind. What default settings do you have around certain situations? In particular, around your life and your default settings, your programming. What beliefs do you have? Now, there's a whole masterclass on the ego game of opposites. I've talked about it in different episodes. If you're interested in finding out more about it, you can go to my website. You can sign up for free and get the Heart Yes gift set. You go to heartledliving.com and you'll see it there on the right-hand side, the Heart Yes, Heart yes gift set. It includes the ego game of opposites. The ego game of opposites is one of the most powerful tools to unwind from the ego and the viral programming it's embedded in the background of the computer of your mind. So the ego is like a hacker, a clever hacker that injects a virus to run in the background. And it creates these 
subconscious dictionary definitions that every decision is filtered through. And it's so cleverly hidden that you wouldn't even to look for it. And it's so cleverly hidden and it influences everything. This is where the self-sabotage and those pattern, repeating patterns that you just can't break, these are, these are where they come from. In the subconscious mind, like a computer virus running in the background that's totally stealing your potential, affecting every decision and every action you take without you realizing it. Because on a conscious level, you know better. You know what you want. You have these desires, but your beliefs in the subconscious mind override your desires if they're not in alignment. So you have, a, you have a desire for financial abundance, but you have a belief that you're unworthy. Unworthiness will override your desire for abundance. And that leads to self-sabotage. That leads to playing small. That leads to being afraid to take inspired action, being afraid to shine bright and, and do the work you're meant to do in the world. It makes you feel, you know, it feeds that low self-esteem or whatever else it is that keeps you from being worthy to receive and to feel like you deserve abundance, as we all do. So mindsight is a process of actually looking at what do I actually believe? What's hidden in the background? What subconscious beliefs and hidden blocks do I have that are actually keeping me from holding faith and hope for humanity? What do I believe about the planet? What do I believe about humanity? If you're looking around and all you see are people that are lying, cheating, causing harm, then where's your hope for humanity? You can't lie in those people. But if you're looking around and you believe that there is people out there that, that have just as much passion to change the world, as I do, as you do, as others do. Those people that are out there that are, that, that it's their life mission to uplift humanity. There's more and more of us waking up. There's more and more of us coming out of the woodwork. There's more and more of us standing on stages all around the globe, speaking our truth, sharing messages of hope sharing messages of empowerment, purpose. So when you look around the world and you have a programming in the mind, it will determine how, what you see as well. So not only do you have that filter, the eyesight, but then you have your mind sight, which will act as another filter. And this filter actually overrides your desires. So you may have a beautiful desire to have your own business, but in your subconscious mind, you believe that you can't do it, that you're going to fail. Your belief is going to override your desire and your actions are going to be in alignment with your belief. Whether you realize that you have a belief or not, even if you realize you have that belief until you change it, until you reprogram the mind, until you unwind from that programming, it will continue to influence you and impact you and keep you from achieving what you're meant to achieve, living the life that you're meant to live. So eyesight, mindsight. 
going to take a short break. And then when I come back, I'm going to talk about the last three sites and give you some more ideas so that you can move forward in life with beautiful energy of faith and hope for humanity and our planet. We'll be right back. Heart-Led Living Intuition Academy with Sue DeMay is a unique, unschooling experience designed to unwind, clear, and align your intuitive channel. And the doors are open for you now. Experience unwavering faith and deep trust in your intuition as you strengthen your connection to source, allowing you to walk through every moment with more peace, confidence, clarity, and certainty. Experience this deep personal transformation with Sue's guidance, including the option to share what you learn as a certified intuitive coach. This is your time to unwind and reprogram your mind, to rebuild your foundation and realign with your intuitive heart. Enrollment is now open. Apply today at heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Again, that's heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. You're listening to Life by Divine, and I am your host, Sue May. Today, I am talking about the five sites to uh, help you hold faith and hope for humanity and our planet. And for me, it's all about uplifting humanity and uniting us in love for each other and our planet. That is my life purpose, my mission, my movement, my every moment of my day. And I love to inspire people to wake up to their full potential, to lead with their heart and to allow the divine to guide them in every moment. And that requires kind of a letting go at the level of the mind. And that's what I was talking about with mindsight. It's, it's one thing to kind of add, change your mindset, to add positive affirmations, to align with you know, a new truth or new beliefs, but unless you actually remove or reprogram or unschool, unlearn, undo the rest of the programming that's there, you won't have the same results. You'll always feel like you're kind of running on a hamster wheel and or self-sabotage comes in because the ego finds that point of weakness. The next thing you know, you're dragged down into a wormhole. So when it comes to eyesight and mindsight, which I talked about before the break, there is a lot of awareness that's needed, but there's also a lot of work, heart work that needs to happen in order to shift. And a lot of times what we can do is watch our judgments, watch our thoughts. If we're judging somebody else, we need to look within. We need to pull that judgment back and look within ourselves. How is that true for us? Where is that being point? You know, what do we need to point to within, within our own mind? What are you holding that is not serving? So then we shift into insight, number three. Insight is your internal GPS, your internal guidance system, leading with your heart, letting the divine take the lead, following, let let go, let God. There's lots of different ways to say it. The internal GPS is basically your heart guiding you with breadcrumbs, giving you directions moment to moment and guiding you to 
the action you're meant to take, the words you're meant to share, the way you're meant to share, all of it. Every detail is actually given. When I, when I teach about heart-led living, it's about every aspect of your life, leading with your heart, tuning into that heart space and knowing that the guidance is coming from that beautiful inner spirit. And that inner spirit is a bridge to the divine, which animates all of us if we allow it. So in every moment, you're either making decisions from your head using mind sight, or you're making decisions from your heart using insight. Insight or intuition is actually serving everyone. When you're making decisions in your head using mind sight, it's limited because you're using your limited human perspective, your limited human programming to filter life through. When we tap into insight and allow our heart to lead, even when it doesn't make sense in our head, then we're actually really tapping into the divine guidance for all. And the directions may look like it's us. You know, we do this, this, this. We get these directions one at a time, one piece at a time. Follow the directions, follow breadcrumbs. It may look like it's just for us, but it's actually serving all. So even when it appears to be just personal, it's always serving the whole of humanity. So the more you can lead with your heart, the more you're actually in service to everyone. It's playing out for everyone's highest good. So when it comes to insight, sometimes we're guided towards something that actually makes life more challenging. Like for instance, right now for me, I've, t- I've shared a lot about well, pieces of what's been going on for me down here in Turks and Caicos. And we're kind of coming to a head with this meeting that's going up on Thursday. And, you know, basically how Thursday plays out will determine a lot. It will, ha- it ha- there's a lot. It feels like there's a lot kind of riding on it all. But all I can do in each moment is follow my heart. All I can do is take the step that's in front of me and trust my heart to guide me, to let the divine take the lead I'm constantly letting go and letting God over and over again. I do not know what this is for. Show me the way. Guide me in every moment. What would you have me do? How would you have me do it? And when? And that's it. I surrender it all. And yes, I'm having my human challenges around it. Yes, I'm having my human reactions around it. But I'm holding steady. And as much as it's been challenging to stay in alignment, it's actually really strengthened my alignment. And it's giving me a deeper faith and and hope in, in humanity, but also in my ability to really hold steady in face of adversity and chaos. And the same way I'm, you know, looking at individuals that are actually taking action that feels like injustice or looks like injustice, looks like corruption or looks like lying. It looks like mm, all of these things. I can do my best to look upon them with some level of compassion and understanding, even though the behavior is mind boggling and quite shocking actually on a human level. I can choose in my heart 
to use that beautiful insight to see them through a lens of compassion and understanding. I don't totally understand why people do what they do, especially when it feels like they're wronging others or the world, it feels like a wrong or an injustice. But at the same time, I understand that most people coming from that place are doing so because of their own pain or wounds or inability to have empathy or inability to to face their own shame or blame or guilt, their inability to take ownership for their actions. I know it's coming from a place of unresolved pain or unhealed wounds. And at the same time, I have that insight, I have that understanding, I have that level of compassion. I still need to stand up and say, what you're doing is not okay. It's not okay. And we need to change. We need to change this. We need to shift things. And I'm doing the work. I'm following guidance. I'm taking the steps. And the rest is not up to me. Some people will join and come along and recognize that things need to change and others will not. And it's not up to me to force I'm just going to show up and play the role I'm meant to play in the way that I'm meant to and then let the divine take the lead. The rest is up to God. So when practicing insight, following my intuition allows me to really stay in alignment and not get too caught up in the human emotions of it or the triggers, emotional triggers of it. Because if I actually shared a quarter of what has happened and this, the behaviors that I'm witnessing, you, you would all be shocked. It would, it's so unbelievable that it's unbelievable. <laughs> you would think I was making it all up. It's so shocking. And at the same time, I know there's purpose in all of this. I know it on a deep, deep level in my heart. I know in the deepest knowing of my knowing. I know there's purpose. I don't always see the purpose. I don't always understand it. And that's where hindsight comes in. That's the fourth one, hindsight. Sometimes we can look back at something that has happened in our life and we can go, okay, now I understand how that happened. Perhaps it's a breakup in a relationship that you're devastated about. But then in a year from that, you you met the, you know, the person that you're meant to, to marry. Maybe you got fired from a job and then all of a sudden, six months later, you have your dream job bigger than you ever imagined, better than you ever imagined. Sometimes we can look back in hindsight, make sense or find meaning of things that have happened in our lives. And when we find meaning, we can find peace. And that's where we can really truly forgive what happened. But what if you could practice present moment hindsight? And that's certainly what I'm open to as I'm navigating this challenge here. I'm open to present moment hindsight. And I do get glimpses of present moment hindsight, things, lessons, gems, insights, meaning as I'm going through the steps, taking the steps day to day, connecting with certain people, having conversations, all of that. I feel like there's a strengthening, a solidness in my ability to stay in alignment. I have this interesting uh, relationship now witnessing fear come in it doesn't feel like it has the same stronghold it used to have 
even though it hasn't had a stronghold for a long time, it still had in certain circumstances, it still had a bit of a stronghold. Now it feels less. So I can use present moment hindsight to navigate my way through this challenge and find meaning along the way, which gives me a sense of hope. It allows me to stand in that place of faith. And for me, faith stands for finding answers in the heart. And that faith for humanity is actually everyone finding answers in the heart. So hindsight can be present moment hindsight as you're navigating it, or it could be looking back. So when this is all done on Friday, maybe next week, maybe I'll need a little time to recover because it's been going on since the summer and everything's coming to a head this, this Thursday. May I can, I probably chances are high that I'll be able to look back and go, okay, I understand why that all happened. I see the purpose in, in the healing that occurred and the awakening level of consciousness, whatever it is that happened, I'll be able to look back in hindsight and make sense of it. And uh, I definitely can just what's coming in right now is remembering back to my experience with this one individual. And that led, it was like a week long experience. And that led to my book, The Evolution of the Ego, literally came pouring out. So situations in our lives are in, in our life classroom are designed for our healing and awakening. We don't always see that in the moment, but we can certainly practice hindsight to look back and find meaning. And that allows us a lot of times to hold that space of faith and hope for humanity and for our planet. I just heard that uh, Greta Thunberg is getting a, or is nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize for her work with the, the climate. So there's a lot of beautiful voices rising right now. There's a a lot of beautiful young voices rising. She's not the only one speaking up for the planet. There's a lot of beautiful individuals feeling that calling in their heart and standing up, standing out and standing strong, having a voice for Mother Earth, for the planet. There's a lot of people standing up for, for different groups, different countries, different ethnic backgrounds, people of color. There's there's a lot more people standing up and on behalf of others and or on behalf of them and their own cultures, their own groups are uniting. And sometimes even women kind of uniting can create this appearance of separation from men. But it's us uniting and really standing up inside of ourselves saying, okay, what, what used to be tolerated is no longer tolerable. We will no longer accept what we used to deem acceptable only because it was common. So there's certain things that we no longer tolerate, we no longer accept. And that's creating some challenges, some bumps in the road. It, it, it can create a sense of, vision in a way, but it's these pockets of unification that are strengthening women, that are strengthening people of color, that are strengthening different countries, that are strengthening in a lot of different ways. And when we have these pockets of unification, what happens is other groups that maybe have some collective guilt, that maybe have contributed to 
So with when we look at, you know, people of color rising up and saying, okay, this is no longer tolerated, this is no longer acceptable, it's actually a form of racism, then those that were involved in allowing that racism to take place, whether it's directly or inherited, you know, as a as me as a white woman, I have kind of inherited guilt that I've had to process over the years around behaviors of of the white people that have come before me and behaviors of white people that continue. So there's inherited guilt that we need to process and clear. When we do that, it that we're triggered by the unification. And that's how we heal. So as much as we can look at the world and everything that's going on right now and say, well, it's all falling apart. It's all, I'm like, actually, no, it's not all falling apart. Everything's getting uncovered and it's looking messy. But as long as everything's getting uncovered, we can actually heal it. If it remains hidden and stuck in a closet somewhere or stuck in a box or under a mask, we can't see it. We can't heal it. So that's the good news. And what part you're meant to play is already programmed in your heart. So people have asked me, you know, why are you doing this? Sue? Why are you, why are you down here, you know, trying to clean up this, this mess or do something about this corruption? And I'm like, because I'm guided to. That's, that's the only answer. Because it's guided. Because I'm, I'm the one, apparently. There's others. But because... My heart is saying, stand up. It's you. There's a part you're playing here. It's important. It's an essential part. But I cannot be attached to the outcome because that's ego. So I have to be open to anything and attached to nothing. I don't know what's going to happen on Thursday. I don't know what's going to happen on Friday. I said to someone the other day, I feel like I have all these balls that I've been juggling. I've been juggling well, my work and my life and my family and Turks and Caicos and all this kinds of stuff. And right now, all of a sudden, all the balls were thrown up in the air and none of them have come down. I'm just, I'm sitting here literally looking up all, looking at, up at a ball and I, I have no idea what's going to happen. I know nothing about anything. All I know is what I'm guided to do in each moment and I follow. I don't know what the future holds. And this brings me to the fifth one, which I've just kind of added on today to talk about is foresight. Sometimes we can have foresight. Sometimes we can get a sense of what may or may not happen in the future. But really, for the most part, we're, we're walking blind here. On a human level, we have a limited perspective and we can only see so many steps ahead of us. We can only have an understanding for certain pieces. And I find that more and more now, our inner spirit is wanting us to walk with blind faith. So we're getting less and less of a picture of what the plan is for the future. Because right now, and what's been happening is the ego uses the past and the future. That's the domain of the ego. We regret the past. We judge the past. We feel bad about the past. We blame ourselves for the past. We blame others. It uses the past, un- unresolved wounds, and trauma to, to hold us back, to keep us safe. Or it uses the future, worry, anxiety, uncertainty, confusion, 
fear of the future, fear of what may or may not happen. It keeps us out of the present moment. But it's only in the present moment where spirit can actually guide us. It's where we tap into our insight. That's where we get our intuition, intuitive hits, messages that come in in different ways. Sometimes it can be a feeling, a sense. Sometimes it can be something we hear, something we see, something we know. And there's times where I actually get foresight. So for the most part, we're walking blind with blind faith here. We're not meant to know so much about what's going to happen in the future. And the more and more we unwind from the need to know what what we're going to do, the more and more we can really be present to what is right here, right now, living life as it is occurring in this moment. So I don't know what's going to happen down in here in Turks and Caicos. I don't know if I'm, we're going to still build the healing center. I don't know if we're going to keep the condo, not keep condo. I have no idea. I really don't. On a human level, I have no clue. And there's times where I've received foresight, which has directed me towards something. But even then, I have to be completely unattached. Because I could get a total redirection and we could sell everything down here and, and never come back. I have no idea. I really don't. And if you think you know, your mind is already closed. And that won't allow you to be open to a spiritual redirection. Because for all I know, maybe I was meant to actually come down and clean up this mess and then sell and go. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I'm going to stay. I don't know. Maybe we'll be here part-time. Maybe we'll be here full-time. Maybe we won't be here no time. I have no idea. And I've had foresight for the healing center down here. I've had foresight for a healing center in, in BC as well, in Canada. But I'm not attached to it. I get these glimpses of future possibilities. And then I have to let them go. I have to surrender them over to spirit and say, okay, you hold that for me. And the, the reason that that's really helpful is because then I don't get caught up in the trying or the ding and the ego tends to like to hear what's going to happen and then run with it. So the ego can kind of take over and create this fear-based disguised love, you know, path for you. So what I often do is I don't know what the future holds. I only know what this moment holds. And in this moment, I'm guided to, or I'm feeling whatever it is. I do not know what the future holds. I only know what this moment holds. And if I get an insight, if I get foresight, I should say, something that is meant to be or meant to come or possibly meant to be or meant to come, I used to hold on to it and hold it as a vision and visualize it and try and manifest it and be open to it and meditate on it. Now I'm like, thank you for showing me, spirit, hold this. And if there's something I'm to do, direct me in the moment. But you hold it for me. Thank you for showing me that vision. It's beautiful. I say yes to it if that's what it's meant to be. But you hold it. You guide me. You direct me. That's life by divine. That's life by divine. Life by design is you saying, okay, thanks for that vision. Off I go. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to force it. I'm going to manifest it. I'm going to align with it. I'm going to, that's that doing. It's the, it's a, it's a being in the doing, but it's still a doing. And life by divine is more, okay, thank you for showing me spirit. If there's something I'm to do in the moment, show me the way. 
I'm open. I'm willing. I'm here. Guide me, lead me, direct me. So I surrender over everything. I surrender over my life, my ideas, my preferences, my dreams, my visions, my goals, everything. I've given them all over to spirit and ask the divine to lead the way. That's life by divine. That's how I choose to live my life now. So that requires me sitting in this place of, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. And it's okay. Because I know that my heart always leads me to what's most purposeful for everyone, including me. And that's where I really can hold steady. No matter what's going on in the world, no matter what's happening around me directly or indirectly, no matter what I'm looking upon, no matter what I see in the way of humanity or the planet, I can tap into that deep knowing that when I follow my heart, when I choose to let the divine lead, that I'm serving a purpose far greater than just my humanness. I'm playing my part here as a human being on this beautiful planet in service to the divinity in all of us. I know I'm here to wake people up. I know it. I've known it my whole life. I'm here to help people heal their minds. I'm here to meet people in their humanness, to remind them of their divinity, to help them unwind, unlearn, unprogram, unschool, anything and everything that would prevent them from remembering the truth of who they are. That I know for certain. And some people are ready and say yes and feel aligned with my message. And some people don't. That part's none of my business. My work is to stay in alignment and follow the guidance. And I'm going to encourage you to do the same. I love you. I appreciate you. I honor you. I see you. Until next week. Love and blessings. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heartledliving.com.